0: And welcome to the Very Show. And the first question in that piece of audio you hear is, are you ready? The answer out of me today, yes, ready. Can't wait to do today's show. Excited about most of the things we're going to be discussing. Very happy about the fact that I'll get you out of Canton, Ohio, not once but twice this morning and send you to Las Vegas for the 2018 iHeartRadio Music Festival. We also have tickets to see Breaking Benjamin, Five Finger Death Punch. That show September 9th out of Blossom. We'll send you to that. At 9.30 this morning, I'm going to tell you a story about something somebody said to me yesterday. A woman said something to me yesterday via social media. It's the meanest thing anybody's ever said to me via social media. I will not only tell you what she said to me, but then my childish overreaction response to her. (laughs) Okay. I will tell you that. Dude, she hit me so far below the belt, I threatened her pet. Wow. Nine, what? 930. What? 930, we're going to give you that. But here's where I got to start. Okay. I am very excited today. It will be very hard to knock me off my good mood today. I have been preaching this for a few months now, where I feel like life gives you less and less opportunities for achievement. There's just less of it now. I feel like a lot of times in work, especially eh, do where I work, they kind of want to <laughs> keep you where you're at, right? No, 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 no don't do any better than that because I'm not to have to give you more money. Just, just be where you're at, which, by the way, can't do much better than this show does, but whatever. But that's kind of like, I think a lot of people's work situation is A lot like of people, I think. Right, yeah. where it's kind of like they've removed like the the moving up the ladder face because they can then remove the paying you more money face. Life offers you less achievement and less uh, you know a reward for achievement than ever before. I just feel that way, right? Um, and one of the ways I've been telling people that you can get that feeling back is by going to the gym. So it was about four months ago. I was at my buddy Jim and Jessica's, and uh, we, we were teasing each other about how like fat we had gotten, right? And so then we ended up weighing ourselves. It's a sad thing when you and your buddy old. are
1: standing around being old. Like I'm,
0: not, I'm less fat than you.
1: Right, right, right. You're both looking at each other, and you both know. You both know that it's like, dude, glory days well behind us. That yeah. is sad. Tomato, okay.
0: Tomato, tomato. Right, okay. and here we are. Same exact thing, right? Okay. And we were just kind of going back and forth, so we stepped on the scale. Shamefully, and I admitted this yesterday, shamefully, 263 pounds. Okay,
1: i was straight fat too. I mean, like, I don't know where your muscle is now, where like the where the body mass is, but it was Bro, straight fat at that point.
0: <laughs> I'm laying bare. I'm doing it. I got it. I'm saying the things. I'm being the honest. I'm giving them the thing. But no, there he is. Right there he is. Just can't wait. Apparently, Fantone's ready to go today too. Good. Going to be a good one. So I set a goal when I first got back in the gym and started eating a little bit better. People always ask me all the time, here are the two biggest things. Avoid sugar and avoid bread. Now, sugar is going to be hard because they call it about 9 million different names. If you put it in your mouth and you go, oh, my God, that's really good, spit it back out. (laughs) You're not supposed to be eating that. It's got sugar in it. Stay away from it. Right? That's pretty much how I did it. Okay? And I set a goal of 220 was my goal. When we took this job over, I I weighed 219 pounds the day before I came down to interview for this job. Now, that was because I was poor and didn 't have any money,
1: yeah I was going to say that wasn 't necessarily healthy either it's not like there was like a, that no. was a good time like no. that was that was just the opposite end of bad that you know? was
0: legitimately being food insecure okay like and keep that uh term uh, in mind by the way, because we're right around the corner from long haul against hunger Jeez. we're right around the corner Jeez. from that. So think what you want we're Jeez. right around the corner from it, right okay and uh more people than you realize are food insecure than I was at that moment, right, and so I was like, well, I got to get back down to a decent weight, so yesterday, I weighed myself at the gym, and we are at two hundred and twenty two pounds. I am officially like two pounds off the official like goal, so my guess is you 're pretty much right there you 're going to gain a pound here or there and again you, you know moment of the day, this and that, but i 'm pretty much right where I had said I wanted to get to, and i 'm pretty happy about it, and honestly it 's going to be hard to knock me off my happy today
1: um do you feel like do you feel like concerned that this is you get to what you feel like is a finish line, and like you, what you think is like, well, all I'm right, at a this finish is finish line be. of
0: pounds lost. I'm not at a finish line of body being tightened and being as physically fit as I would like. I have lost the pounds I'm interested in losing
1: because that's, I think, a big problem with anyone, and not just in physical fitness things, is once you feel like you've gotten to a part of the goal. That's it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, all right, well, that's good enough. I passed the test. I, therefore, I no longer have to learn anymore. I, or we played the game and I don't have to practice anymore or whatever it is. And like, once people do that, once you get in that mindset, it's not like you're just going to be like, okay, Hey, I'm done. I'm done taking care of myself and I'm going to sustain this. You're going to slip. You know what I mean? It's inevitable.
0: Yeah, there is. You do have to be careful of the pitfalls of like the photos online when people go, oh my God, you look great. Right. Because then you start going, oh my God, I can eat this.
1: Because let's be real. I mean, in the four month journey that this has been or whatever, um, the first two months, it was, you know, very gung ho, like 100%. Then somewhere along the line, there was a break of like, okay, we're going to allow this to happen. And then for a while, you were skidding out. Like, you were like, ooh, dude. We
0: got the ratings back and I started to celebrate. I did. I started to eat, I started to stay up a little bit later, I started to go do more things. I started to celebrate the fact that we came back number 1 yet again, 5 times in a row by the way. And so like I started to celebrate that. There was a little bit of that. And then that's but w- what was what I was smart about though is what when I started to eat, I continued to work out. You can't, that's where it really goes bad. Now, 90% of it is diet. You're never going to outrun your spoon. You'll never outwork your spoon. Like, that's just the truth. There's sayings are sayings for a reason. It's because they're true, right? So you're, you'll never do that. But if you're going to slip on the one, then you gotta make sure you're at least keeping the other. People say this to me all the time. Well, I'm eating right and I'm working out all the time, but I, I haven't lost a single pound. Well, then you're lying about one of the two because if you do it, it will work for most people. The truth of the matter is this. If you just stayed away from sugar, You'd probably lose 25 pounds easily. If you just stayed away from sugar and then walked a little bit, you'd, you'd be fine. Now, I posted some of this stuff yesterday. You'd be surprised how many people attacked me because they thought I was shaming them because I said, dude, I've heard all the excuses. What else you got? And then I heard a lot of this. I've got kids. You don't. If your excuse to me on why you can't eat better and live a healthier lifestyle is your kids, I think your priorities are out of whack. I'm sorry. When the kids get home, maybe walk them around the neighborhood with you. Stop staring into your Netflix.
1: I was going to say, you're setting the tone for them for the rest, for of, the their rest lives, of their and lives, and fat people have fat kids. Exactly I mean, right. My parents
0: were fat. Why do you think I was fat? That, because that, my parents ate ice cream every night watching Roseanne.
1: That's just the truth of it. Like, But it, it, I, I think people are always going to have that. But like, dude, it takes no effort to eat less. Even if you have kids and it's like, oh my God, we're so busy and I don't have time to do anything, you can leave a bite of that cheeseburger. For sure you could. I mean, like, it, it, takes zero, it doesn't take any more money, and it takes no more effort to eat less. Well, I talk about
0: that Marine all the time, who the way he did it is for a he was super fat after he got after he got out of the service and he was like you know what I'm not even going to go to the gym that happens all the time, dude. Oh, I'm sure. With
1: military members, you they come home and they get fat all the time. Oh,
0: you take purpose away from people? Right. And, dude, bad things happen. And here's, like, here's
1: you go from, like, you know, m- like those meal rations to, hey, here's American food,
2: yeah. and it's just, like, good you know, God, give I, it all to me. I
0: didn't even think about, hey, put this in the sand to heat up the bag versus, <laughs> right. dude, have you seen the Golden Corral? <laughs> right. Yeah. You know what? Dude, I didn't even put it through that filter, but, yes, I'm sure that has something to do with it but his thing was is like i'm not even going to go to the gym for a year he said i'm not working out for a year but what i am going to do is every time my wife and i go out to dinner i'm going to take a knife and i'm going to cut the food in half and i'm sending half of it back to the you know to the kitchen and i'm only eating half of what a restaurant gives me and i saw this the other day it's true like food portion sizes have increased i think it's something like 33 percent since my parents were kids like that's crazy like the amount of soda you're given now, the amount of this you're given now, like it's it's all very bad. So there was a little slip, but yes, but part of it is rededicated. But the amount of people who thought of it, dude, nobody's shaming you. If you feel guilty over the fact that somebody else has reached their goal, that says a ton about you and not about the person who has reached their goal. Stop trying to drag somebody else down because you feel negative about the fact that somebody else was able to reach a positive. Nobody's shaming you. Shaming you is me pointing at you as you're walking out of places and going, ha ha, look how fat you are. Which honestly, if America had a little bit of that, maybe obesity rates of children wouldn't be at the rate they're at. But I understand that it's mean and nobody's doing that to you. But social media does that now, where if you celebrate it all, really what you're doing is you're holding somebody else down. No, I didn't think about those people at all. You thought I? Th- did you think I, th- I thought about those people all four months when I was lifting heavy things, sweating my balls off in the gym? Never thought about them once. Why would I be thinking about them now after the success has been done? You know who I was thinking about those four months? Me, my happiness, what I wanted, the body, the confidence, and the reduction in anxiety I was looking for. Nobody was shaming you. The internet, dude. The I can't believe what's happened with that. Which, by the way, don't ever make fun of the band Ghost on the internet. Don't make fun of that band. People will come after you and say, dude, a guy dug up 11-year-old Opie and Anthony audio on me yesterday and played it. Yeah, dude, I've heard Opie and Anthony make fun of me. I've heard it. It was 11 years ago. I'll also point this back out to you. When they tried to put those guys on in Cleveland, what happened? They got their asses kicked by two dudes in Cleveland, and they were yanked off that radio station. That's what happened. You can't tell me anything else. I was there. I remember getting the bonus check from the company for winning. You can't unspend the bonus money they gave me for winning the fight. Post all the audio you want, douche. More Stansberry Show right around the corner. You guys hang on. The Stansbury
2: Show. All right. I like it. I like it a
0: lot. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. We're on Rock 106.9. Dude, I cannot believe what I just read. Listen to this. In Germany, this is. You're right. 300 drownings this last year for children. The world's largest lifeguard organization claims that there's a direct link between child drownings and parents who can't put their smartphones down.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah, of
0: course. The German Lifeguard Association, which fields 40,000 volunteer lifeguards. This is across Germany's lakefronts, beaches, and some pools. They attribute 300 drownings to distractions. They say they're experiencing it on a daily basis. People treat swimming pools like a kindergarten and simply don't pay attention. Well, wait a minute. If I'm at the swimming pool, yes, you should always watch your kid, but I mean that's what the that's what the person with the With the white cream on the nose, red shorts, swinging the whistles for right, like aren't you? I mean, I, I, not to be like, hey, if a kid dies, it's on you, but like that is what you're up there doing, right?
1: Yeah. Um. Do all do all swimming pools have lifeguards?
0: That's probably fair. You know,
1: I mean, there's There's probably probably some
0: swim at your own risk stuff there. Mm -hmm. Probably some of this is going to be in hotels where it's going to be swim at your own risk there. Personal pools, home pools, stuff like that. Three
1: hundred deaths. I don't feel like that that's that that, that 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 is that many. There's like 90 million people almost in Germany, so like, I don't know, one For a day swimming
0: death. I mean, dude, swimming's not something you do every day. If you were talking about car deaths like, yeah, well, do people drive every day?
1: Not you, but like kids swim every day. You know what I mean? Like, across the country, kids swim every day. I figured that would kind of be in line, like one a
0: day. that sounds I don't know. Oh, wow. I guess maybe, yeah, maybe you're right. I don't know. I guess I just, I, I, it seemed high to me. It just seemed very high. And it just seemed like another thing now that's like, we're, we're not like my brother's got a pool in his backyard and right. I say, every time I go there, I'm like, dude, are you nuts? Are you nuts? He's like, what? He's like, well, dude, Grace is getting older. I'm like, dude, but all the neighbor kids come here and hang out. And they got to the point where he now has this thing in his house where you press a button and like it slides over the pool. Because, it closes it off. Yeah, because he was like, dude, if a kid ju- jumps my fence and they're playing in my backyard and some kid drowns and I don't know, he's like, I, that's the last thing I need. That's
1: 100% why I would never, well, one of the many reasons I would, I would just not want a pool. It, um, it's certainly an insurance increase, like right out of the gate. I'm sure he has to pay more every month for that. You know, I'll ask him that. I don't know. And I guess, you know. I'm your
0: homeowners, I'm sure. Your
1: brother's in Vegas, so it's different than Ohio because I was going to make the point of like, well, what do you get? Three, four months of real use? out of it but then when you factor rain days in but he lives in vegas so okay
0: I, but uh but to, to make this conversation longer i don't know why but like um <laughs> uh, but if your pool's not heated in vegas you get to use it about as often as you would here like okay. your pool the water's okay. 10 degrees warmer than the coldest it is throughout the day vegas gets pretty cold now he, he they decided last year to upgrade their pool and heat it but before that you? But yeah, but before that, you could not use it year-round. But yes, I take your point.
1: But the, the the bigger picture here of our cell phones directly related to accidental death of children, 100%, whether it's, it's, it's drowning, whether it's getting hit by a car because you're not paying attention to your kid while you're walking down the street and you guys are on the phone or whatever, or, dude, a million different things where, of course, parents paying attention to their phone, being so consumed with social media or whatever the hell you have going on your phone. Oh, I'm so busy. I'm the busiest person on the face of the planet. Fantone, Sandsbury, you guys don't understand. Understand what it's like to be a parent, we're so busy, you, you don't even know. We're spinning plates, we got balls juggling, we got all sorts of things happening. You don't understand it.
0: Jonathan's got a couple of kids himself, and he says if you're paying attention to your child, you will notice the problem before a lifeguard who is watching many people. Yeah. Yeah. It, has to be. it it's hard to argue that kind of logic. But much like and again, people argue this both ways for me, so I don't know. But isn't this very much like your kid being left in a car where it's like, you think you can't have this happen to you, but you're probably closer to it than you realize? No, of
1: course. I mean, I think accidents can totally happen, um, but you, you you can't look at the lifeguard as the first line of defense. Like, that has to be the last line of defense. There has You have to be able, well, your kid, first line, you, second line, lifeguard, third line.
0: Well, you know, what, what, the, what the German Lifeguard Association is saying, part of, part of what they're saying here, and it, actually they're quoting, it is saying that people are now starting to treat situations like that as if it's kindergarten. He's like, and it's not. Like dude, he's like, you know, you brought your kid here, yes, but like at the end of the day, dude, you're still here, so we are kind of depending on you a little bit to be, you know, a part of this. And who's going to watch your kid more than you right. is essentially, right. you know, what what they're saying there. Um, man, I grew up. This is what's weird is that I grew up in Aurora Shores. And there was a pool walking distance from my house. And that's what we did every summer. You got up, you rode your bike to the pool, and you swam all day with your friends. Every hour, there was like a 15-minute period where they blow the whistle, and adults only in the pool, and you had to get out, right? That whole thing. I swam every day. Every day, growing up. And I never saw a kid drown. And it was not common for... Like, my parents didn't go with me, my parents I were at work. I was swimming at the pool all day. You know what I mean? And there was a lifeguard there. Like, so... Are, is it just everybody's falling down more because everybody's just more distracted or like what the hell's happening? Um, I'm Not a, a kid ever drowned in there.
1: I'm willing to bet if we went back year to year, don't get me wrong, I bet you it's increased now. Certainly just on overall population, it's increased now. Yeah, but I bet if you true. look back per capita, the numbers would be comparable. Would you see a little bit more of an increase now? I think one of the things is like, dude, I, we, we we would depend on these lifeguards, like these lifeguards. You know, don't get me wrong. You've been trained and you went through the training. You learned how to do CPR, but like you're 17 years old. Like yeah. am I really putting the life of a the, the the life of or my child into the hands of that person
0: Well are you buying the training Right I mean dude like all right every year this company puts us through multiple forms of training, okay? One of which they do via the computer, and you don't even have to, like, watch it. You can skip all the way to the end, and like, if you have common like, sense, you can answer the questions, and you pass. And you can right? take it again if you fail. Yeah, <laughs> like, and you can take it, like, ten times in a row. Doesn't you can take it doesn't matter. You can miss it, like, six times before they tell your boss you're an idiot. And then, not, then on top of that, then the, the, we have, like, if a tornado happens here, or, if, like, something happens, there's an emergency broadcast system. We get trained on that every year. If a tornado dropped down this morning, I would have zero clue what to do in this studio. Zero. What's going on? I would be like, well, I guess the engineer will tell people what to do in a minute. Like, I don't know what to do. I take that training twice a year. I've got zero clue what to do when the tornado happens.
1: Now, if you're a seventeen-year-old idiot who's given me a meatball sub, fine, whatever, dude. It's a meatball sub. But I'm trusting you with the cho- with the life of my of my seven-year-old. It's crazy. <laughs> it seems like a bad decision. To me. Yeah,
0: but people go out to dinner all the time and leave their seven-year-old with like a t- with a fifteen-year-old who's got their boyfriend feeling them up over the sweater.
1: At least there, you're it's not the in a potential drowning situation. Like we. Throw Throw you in a life or death situation? No, there's just the kids in there. No,
0: there's just knives and sticking things in electrical sockets. All kinds of stuff can happen in the house. I mean, I take your point. Yes, the pool is a, and it's a pretty quick to drown there. Like I said, dude, my brother had to install the thing. He was worried kids were going to start course, hopping fences. Course. Oh man, how terrible! I mean, that happened to Tommy Lee, a kid drowned in his backyard. Oh, dude, you'd never forgive yourself if something like that happened. To you. It's terrible. A uh, a one principal in New is tired of bullying. You bullying his kids? He's tired of it. And he's fixing the entire situation by installing a washer and dryer in the high school. It's weird. I'll give you that next on Rock 106.9. Dan Stansberry.
2: And his boy, Wunter Matt Fantone. At last,
0: two heroes. The Stansberry
2: Show. Rock 106.9.
0: Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. We're on Rock 106.9. At 9.30 this morning, I'm going to read you the meanest thing anybody's ever said to me on social media. Wow. The meanest thing. It was a woman. People have said some mean things to you before. I know it. Oh, I've yeah. read them. Oh, yeah. The meanest thing anybody's ever said to me. Wow. This one was pretty nice. Mitch writes in and says, hey, dude, just want to let you know you're partially responsible for me eating right lately. It's a little hard to work out driving truck as often as I do, but I've lost around 15 to 20 pounds already. Good for you, dude. Good for you. Says uh, my positivity on it, and my constant talking about it is kind of what helped him with that. Good for you. Again, I don't have time for the gym. Now he's driving a truck 15 hours a day There are are going to be special circumstances If you don't have time for the gym Take $25 out of your bank account Go to Walmart today And get yourself a 15 pound medicine ball That thing comes with a sheet inside of it Mine came with a sheet inside of it With 60 exercises That can all be done in my living room with it You know how I know? Because I do them all the time
1: yeah, I mean, dude, you can you can Google, like, plenty of exercises where you need nothing.
0: 5,000 videos. People dude, tell you to just right. lift up the end of your couch. Just lift it up dude, and down.
1: Go do some push-ups. You do some push-ups. You, can, you can do go. a squat. You know you can do that. There you go. There you go.
0: So I saw this, and I kind of like it. Bullying's become a big problem in this country. And there's a principal in New Jersey who's uh, tired of it. He's like, yeah, I'm not doing this anymore.
1: I would imagine, dude, as an administrator in particular, it has to be just an exhausting thing at the beginning of the school year knowing, like, God, dude, going up this hill again, well, climbing this mountain again.
0: How soon until you get fired for not acting right or immediately course. enough or course. doing course. something because of what some idiot student did, right? And so, like, that's going to be a problem.
1: How long until you don't act on something and that kid ends up shooting the school up and you're right. like, man, if I would have stepped in here and, like, the guilt. and the, Dude, of course, man. Dude, I, dude, screw being a teacher. Screw
0: being an educator. It sounds awful. Are you kidding me? The That's th- awful. Dude, are you serious? The $29,000 a year sounds <laughs> glamorous. I know some teachers make a lot more money than that. My sister-in-law's an educator. She makes a ton of money. But again, she's got two PhDs, and she's i mean, she's next level. Most teachers aren't out there cashing, Yeah, but the good old summer off. No, they don't. No, they don't. If you don't think they're working other jobs in the summer, you're crazy. But anyway, back to this story. So bullying's on the rise in schools. We know it, right? As a matter of fact, a, an organization uh, that Fantone works very closely with, the Canton Charge, has an anti-bullying day every year, uh, you know, on the, that's because of that, that's how much it's happening in schools. One high school principal in New Jersey's had enough. He said a couple of his kids were being teased. He's in a little bit of a poor neighborhood. His, some of his kids were being teased and bullied over the fact that they didn't have clean clothes, that their clothes were dirty. And he noticed... This stuff's important to kids, right? And he noticed kids were starting to get so embarrassed they weren't coming to class. For sure. So he then took matters into his own hands. I love this response. He went out and bought a washer and dryer. He put it in the locker room with a football team, and now kids have a place to wash their clothes.
1: Yeah, you think that, like, I mean, I would assume this is a um a school where they're doing uh, uniforms, um, I, you would think that, you know, oh, well that makes things easier. But if you're wearing the same three pairs of khakis and the same three shirts every day for, you know, three months and you're not washing them, you are quickly going to become the smelly kid at school. And you know, that's not a place anybody wants to be like, no, it was e- in big daddy, even in, even in like real life, dude, like if one of your coworkers smells that's Dude, you know you're mocking that person behind their back. You know that's happening. Every day. You know that's happening. Every day. So with that being said, I mean, it's not, not, it's not a problem most kids can really do something about. Like, if your parents don't have the ability to have a washer and dryer in their household.
0: Or aren't washing your
1: clothes. Or well, right. Or, you know, if they're going to the laundromat, but they're only going once every, you know, three months or whatever. What, what am I supposed to do as, as a nine-year-old? Can't do there's nothing I can do.
0: No, can't do much. All right. There's not a whole lot you can do there. Now, I like this, okay? Now, my best guess is if they were teasing you because your clothes were dirty, then they're going to end up teasing you because you're the kid who has to wash your clothes at school, right? Like, that's, 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 that's going to be part of the teasing, too. But I don't care because at least now the clothes are clean. Now, I would go one step further, I would actually go further than this because nobody is held accountable for their actions anymore. What we do is we find the victim and we go, okay, it's all about the victim. And so then we're like, okay, well, here's your washer and dryer. Here's what you do. No, no, no. The scumbag that made that kid feel awful needs to own up for those actions. So you take the clothes. You put them in the washer and dryer. You dry them. You then hand deliver them back to the kid's house so they can wear them to school.
1: I um I would hope, fingers crossed, that they're doing this discreetly, where it's like hey we can do this after hours you come to me we'll figure out hey you bring your laundry in here we'll do it before school or whatever I would think the principal hopefully has enough foresight to think of that
0: yeah but it's like but it's like anything else in school dude you're gonna know
1: and you're gonna well right I mean you're gonna get made fun of for something eventually but at least there's that and 100% yes the person who is the bully I think that's part of the problem is we're looking so many ways to like well I want to make sure my kid's not a victim which is a very obviously you don't want your kid to be a victim but I think a lot more of the, the the question of like, what do I do when my kid's the perpetrator? What do I do in that situation? Well, how do I avo- how do I avoid that? Good
0: luck, because most of you don't have the balls to say that your kid could be could be bad, could be awful, could be. Dude, again, there was a, now everybody knocks him because he stole a bunch of jokes, but his name is Carlos Mencia. As a matter of fact, a guy I love, Joe Rogan, smoked him in a YouTube video because he stole some jokes. But Carlos Mencia once said this, and this and this is true, and I don't know who he stole it from. I guess we should go back and find that comedian. But what doesn't happen in this country anymore? And it is true. My dad used to ask me this question all the time when I was a kid. What did you do? No, no, no dad. The teacher doesn't like me. Yeah, Daniel, I heard you. What did you do? nobody asks these little turds this anymore is what Carlos Mencia said and he's right everybody just assumes that your kid is so great so special so capable of everything yeah you're right they're also capable of beating a kid shoving them in lockers and making them f- fun of their dirty clothes they're absolutely capable of all those things even your little bundle of joy your first opportunity at a trip to Vegas will be at 8 o'clock on the Stansbury Show
2: The Stansbury Show Kent's Rock Station Rock 106.9. Yo, guys,
1: fans, I'm from the Sansbury Show here. Honor Fighting Championship bringing MMA action back to the flats. That's right. It is Honor Fighting Championship 6. It is fight night in Nautica and all goes down August 18th up in Cleveland. Now, listen, tickets are already moving fast. I don't want you to get shut out, so go get yours at honorfightingchampionship.com. The lineup is already stacked, and it includes friend of the Sandsbury Show, uh, the vanilla gorilla Nick Brashear. He'll be making his MMA pro debut at fight night. You don't want to get shut out on this, dude. Tickets still available, uh, including VIP packages. Get yours at HonorFightingChampionship.com.
2: Rock
0: 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show. We're on Rock 106.9 online for you at WRQK.com. I saw this, um, and this isn't really, we're not going to go long form here, but I, 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 I did have this thought where somebody's trying to get rid of this cat. They're trying to find a shelter to take it. It's 35 pounds, this cat, and they call it meatloaf. Okay. Okay. Now let me ask you this question. So in the winter, I leave my dog outside while I go to work, and I'm the worst person ever, and Dick Goddard's going to come to my house, take my dog, and, I don't know, board up my house. But if I overfeed my cat to the point to where we have to call it meatloaf, and we can't find a place to take it because it's 35 pounds as a cat, that's not me being awful to my animal?
1: Oh, no. That's totally you being awful to your animal. Okay, all right. Is it is it as bad as neglect? I don't know. I don't know. I I, I guess you can make the argument that it is, though. Well, so. you put?
0: putting... Stress on whatever organs that cat has. I mean, just
1: as bad as, like, starving your animal, though? Mm, I don't
0: know. Why do do we got to figure out which one's worse? They're both bad and should both be punishable, correct? Well, it should be punishable. It just seems to me, like, you can shame people if they, oh, my God, that dog's in the yard. Shame! But if you got a 50-pound cat on your couch, it's like, ha-ha, let me Instagram with this. It's so crazy, dude, how we do stuff in this country. This is another thing that people will judge you for. And this is yet, yet again another comedian who's kind of gone um, off our radar. We were talking about Carlos Mencia a little earlier in the program. Dane Cook has kind of gone off the radar a little bit. He had been everywhere. He was responsible for the resurgence of stand-up comedy. For sure, he was responsible for that. I know he did that whole tour where he took a bunch of comics I really like out on the road. Greg Giraldo was one of those comics who we lost early due to drug addiction. Greg Giraldo is one of the funniest comedians you'll ever hear. No longer with us. Uh but dude, Dane was a mess. I mean, he was a star.
1: And he got so big, he turned into the nickelback of stand-up comedy. For I mean, sure. He did. Like, people, That's exactly what he was. People loved hating that guy. I mean, it was it was. Well, he got accused of stealing too. It was, it was, it was, it was, he was cool, he was cool, he was cool, and then it got a little bit too cool, and all of a sudden, dude, that thing just fell
0: apart. You know, he's a perfect example of what you're talking about. People do this all the time. You gotta hear this. You gotta hear it. Right. It's so good. And then when everybody starts to hear it, yeah, it's good, man. Lame, gay, stupid, lame. That's what you do. It's because the thing grew past you. We had that happen with this show. When this show first started, people were there were like a handful of guys who were super excited because they remember the Cleveland show. Like, oh my god, I can't wait! And for like the first year, they they hung on every word I said. And then about a year and a half in, it started to grow past them. And then they all started to turn on me, hate me, and then all started to like say awful things to me on social media because it started to grow past them. And that's why I don't care, Reggie. That's why I don't care, mullet boy. You hate away all you want on Twitter. I don't care because it's grown past you. It's got bigger than you, and that's okay. And that's kind of what happened to Dane Cook, and that's why he didn't care about his haters either. The guy was selling out Madison Square Garden.
1: Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. You can, you can say, well, dude, Nickelback's not that good, and it's like, well, dude, all these people in the crowd say they are, right. so what, 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 are they, what does it matter what you say?
0: You go find me another comedian even now who can sell the tickets Dane Cook was selling. Okay. It's going to be very hard to do. Okay, but right? he did fall off. He did. He's kind of, But I don't know if that, that might have been self-imposed. I know his brother stole a bunch of money. There might have been a part where Dane was like, you know what, dude, I got money. I'm good. What the hell am I doing this for? I
1: was going to say, especially from like a stand up comedian's perspective. Now, you can always come up with new stuff, but there probably comes to be a point where and I mean, I'm sure Jerry Seinfeld is is the extreme of this just because he's so rich. There's got to be a point where it's like, dude, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I've got all this money. I've I've already conquered what I went out in my life to do. Well,
0: I'm good. Here's the elephant in the room, too. Where did Dane Cook make his money? Where did he make his stand-up money in the place you can't make up stand-up money anymore? The college campus. The college campus has turned into the, can't say that here, bro. And Dane Cook had way too many sex jokes, way too many. Dude, Like, dude, females today, I don't think they're rolling with Dane Cook the way they did 15, 10 years ago. I don't think they are. I don't think young, college-age women are. And that's where he made all of his money, was on college campuses. But he's now, I guess, I don't know, I guess being shamed, I guess is what we're going to call this. Apparently he's on Instagram. He's 46 and he's dating a 19-year-old. Her name's Kelsey Taylor. I guess she's a singer of some sorts. But you know, he there's 27 years between them. And people ask how you know how they deal with the age gap. And he says, look, he's like the only thing you have to figure out is you're gonna have to plan that your deaths are gonna be somewhat far apart. So he's kind of he's he's taking the he's taking the ha ha funny funny route with it. I mean, she's an attractive woman. She's 19. Is she smoke show?
1: Because I assume she has to be like, dink, why else else were you putting up with that?
0: They're out to dinner, and he's wearing like a nice pair of jeans and an expensive pair of shoes, black t-shirt. He looks pretty good, actually. He's still all ripped up. And she looks really good in that. Then there's like another one where they're just kind of hanging out at home and they're kind of bumming around. Neither one of them look real good in that. But she's obviously attractive.
1: Yeah, obviously attractive. Is she a celebrity, 10? No. That's, for, I'm surprised
0: would, that. All right. Would she be a Stansbury Celebrity 10? No. Okay. No. Okay. But she's not black. A <laughs> 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 so, you know, little funny there. A little funny there. But he's being kind of like hated on. And I do think, again, I think this is one of those things in life that social media is kind of ruining. That And maybe for the better. I don't know. But now that everybody can give you their opinion on what it is you do, that's what people want to do with these things. And so now I think people who date like this are going to get negative reactions.
1: Now, I think they always have. It's just easier to get those
0: now. Oh, I've gotten this. the, The reason why we're talking about this is because I deal with this in my life. I dealt with this very thing last night. I went to Quail Hollow and I was like exercising, walking around the park. I didn't go alone. I had a young woman with me. She was all of 24 years old. I've known her a while. That's all I'm really going to get into on that. Okay. I have, but I've known okay. her a while, right? right? And, dude, when I take her anywhere, like, as a matter of fact, I took her to a party Saturday night, and everybody at that party was married, and everybody was close to my age, and every woman at that party hated me. So
1: so this is the infamous we that we keep hearing <laughs> about, that we keep hearing about here on the Stansberry <laughs> wow. Show. I mean, dude, you're taking her to the park and parties, dude. You're like, I, okay, <laughs> okay, all right. I
0: mean... <laughs> Okay. So, yes, we hang out occasionally, right? And so I deal with this a lot. Like, there was a woman last night at the park who had her two kids with her. Three, as a matter of fact, I think it was. And she death stared me the entire time. we were there
1: aside from aside from people judging you because that certainly happens in the past you've certainly expressed an unease with it yourself you know what i'm saying is that more because people are judging you or is that a self-imposed kind of like "Eh, dude am i is this wrong for me to do this
0: i dude once upon a time like maverick i dip below the hard deck and i was like that's not good like it was yeah there was one in the run of this show, I snuck an, another 19-year-old in. I, I got one more of those in during the run of this show, and I did not feel great about that. There's something
1: about the ability to drink, and I know that's like an arbitrary line. And like at the end of the day... Yeah, but
0: that's how you do this. When you're younger, it's like, well, she can drive. And so that's how you do it as arbitrary lines. At the
1: end of the day... Legal, legal age, 18, is the unarbitrary line. That is the true to the heart. I don't care. I don't care as long as you're consenting adults. So if you want an 18-year-old to go bang a 72-year-old, and as long as you're both of sound body and mind and you both feel good about it, I genuinely do not care. But for me personally, I've always felt that... Once we're in the bar, we're all kind of the same age, dude. We're all kind of the same age. People older start acting a couple of years younger. People younger start acting a couple of years That's older. True. And there's just like eh, it's just like this mishmash of 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 maturity and age and whatever. And I don't find it to be that big of a deal. Dating somebody under the age of twenty-one to me, that feels like, oh my God, I don't know if I could do that. Like I, I don't know if I could do that.
0: I it, it's and I get where the hatred comes from. I do. Like so the, the young woman I was with last night, she goes, "I don't understand this." I said, "You what do you mean you don't understand this?" I said that woman's 45. I said, "So if you're her looking at me, what do I look like to her?" A guy who probably left his wife and kids. Yeah. And then like upgraded for like a younger model, just like
1: her husband wants to do.
0: A didn't happen, or B that my wife and my kids are at home and I'm in the park cheating on my wife with you. Right, like that's what she thinks of me. Like nobody's just thinking that. No, he designed his whole life to be like this. Nobody's thinking that. And then, then I said, I said, what you are is you're a representation of what most women's fear is that 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 a man wants to trade them in now. Honestly, I think that point gets oversold. I bet dude, this is what I know do women, I'm just going to tell you right now. Most guys, I dude, I know this to be true. Most guys who have done what you're afraid of, who have like left a marriage and then like went and like dated somebody half their age, will tell you, "Yeah, I shouldn't have done that." Yeah,
1: I would agree that most guys regret it, but I would still say most guys would do it. Even, even,
0: even most, most, ga- most, you feel comfortable saying most. most
1: guys, number one, who have been through that situation would do it again because it's like, Hey dude, new vag, A, hey, and it's young and it's upgraded and, and, and yeah, it caused some headache. And I know the divorce was expensive, but they're going to do it to their second wife, just like they did it to their first wife. And I think most dudes in that situation, even, uh, yeah, I, I would say most
0: dudes are going to do that. So I, I, I think it's founded. I feel kind of stuck in this rut. I feel kind of stuck in this zone and I did it to myself because you always do it to yourself. But I overshot the window. And, And honestly, that party I went to Saturday night made me realize it. Like I was sitting there and I was like, dude, all of these people have been together for ten plus years. Right. Like a lot of these people have been together since they were in high school. Dude. Like I overshot this window, and so now that I'm on the uh, that I'm th- that I'm here, and I'm like, dude, maybe I don't want to date a 24 year old. Well, the problem is, dude, is that I've been so honest about my life via social media and radio shows that a lot of women my age are like, no, no. dude, I'm not going out with you. Are you kidding me? You were out with a 25 year old last week. Hell no, I'm not going out with you. So I'm kind of now stuck in this zone where it's like, well, I guess I kind of stuck here and I can't like really move out of it. It's a, it's a, it's a, well, it's a beautiful pigeonhole.
1: I was gonna say it's a penis purgatory for <laughs> you, a, dude.
0: It's a beautiful, it's a custom tailored pigeonhole that's actually <laughs> not the worst. Actually, once you're inside of it, it's actually not so bad. More Sandsbury show right around the corner. Also send you out to Vegas at eight o'clock on Rock 106.9. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury show. We're on Rock 106.9. You just heard Five Finger Death Punch. There, they're playing September 9th in support of Breaking Benjamin out at Blossom, and we're gonna put you in that venue here momentarily. Is that Breaking Ben headline? Is that I, I, Five I, Finger? That's I don't the way know. it was sold to me. Was Breaking Benjamin and Five Finger Death Punch. So that. To me sounds like
1: I don't know I don't know who I'd put in that role But they both have a ton of good songs See, Co-headliner a little bit there
0: Oh you could definitely Co-headline that show I mean dude Five Fingers definitely headlined yeah. Huge shows So you could do that Um, This is what I will say Breaking Benjamins Definitely got them on the legacy end But Five Fingers Probably the bigger of the two bands Right now Yeah
1: Good call Yeah
0: that's what I think, and in the end, I think Five Finger will probably eclipse Breaking Ben on the legacy thing. I just think they're a bigger mass appeal thing, where I feel like Breaking Benjamin is good but niche listening.
1: No matter how you cut it, dude, it's three hours of like really good dude, ass, you know, hit songs. Dude, so.
0: that first Breaking Benjamin record, really good, is so good, dude. You get saturated in that, you get polyamorous in that, you get skin on that, like dude. That record is so. That first Breaking Ben album was so good. I love polyamorous. I still love that song to this day.
1: And you get 5 finger death punch monologues. Eye for an eye, butt for a hole. We all got to die eventually, Stansberry. We're all just going to die one day.
0: Our roadie will be in the grass parking lot after the show drawing chalk lines around you. (laughs) Pay the $155 five-finger VIP. Get your own chalk line. Yeah, absolutely. That's what he's going to do. (laughs) For sure they would. Oh, dear God. Where do you go from there, I wonder? Oh, I, uh, so I, uh, I did, I, this story, I'm not sure I buy. Okay, now I believe people are this awful. Okay, but I also believe things can be faked via the internet very easily. And we cannot, let's, let's say this before we tell you the bulk of the story. This is something that's happening th- these days a lot. This guy walks to work 52 miles a day in three hours, so the cops bought him a Ferrari. Yeah, (laughs) that does happen all the time. That's that's right. There's always, like, one of those, right? And so what I would tell you then is what we are doing by highlighting those stories, the good, here's your daily dose of good, daily smiles. (laughs) What happens then, though, yes, is that the morons of the world go, oh, my heart's warm. But then the criminals go, Oh, Oh, there they are. Oh, the marks have now shown themselves. Good. And then what you're going to do is incentivize people to be like, this happened to me. Here's proof of it. And then what are you going to do? You're going to crowdsource. And then some idiot gets to live in a nicer house than you. And
1: it's all a scam. Okay. I mean, Holly Strano needs work, but I'll take your point there of like big picture. Yeah, this is an exploitable situation. Absolutely.
0: Right. So a woman now, and I don't, much like a a domestic violence abuse victim, I want to believe you, okay? So if you are a racism victim, I want to believe you. I do. But a black woman is now cl- um, claiming she received an email from a company, this is out of Missouri, um, where denying her of a job she applied for because her name had been... What they said, what she says they wrote back to her in an email, which could be easily faked again. Now, I'm not saying it's fake. I'm just pointing out that it could be easily faked. That her name was, and they use this term, ghetto. I assume I'm saying her name right. Hermesha Robinson. Had said in a post, which has gone viral on Facebook, that she had been rejected from a position because she believed she was well qualified for it. But a company rejected her because of her name. Her response from Mentality Health, which even that sounds like you got that wrong. Um, Mentality, Uh, that, that sounds wrong. Thank you for your interest in careers at Mantality Health. Unfortunately, we do not consider candidates that have suggestive ghetto names. We wish you the best in your career search. Regards, Jordan Kimler. And then it gives like all his information out. But it's got his phone number in here, it's got his address, it's got the company name. I'm sure that's easily googleable. I'm, I'm guessing that's what Phantom's doing right now for me. Mantality Health. I'm
1: going to assume that uh, that whoever did that doesn't care about their job because there's no friggin way that that's a accepted this, company it just it just that well, there's no way
0: there, th- 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 this is this is a weird thing here like this what this really proves is evolution and i and i'll prove to you what i mean here it would have been standard in my father's era while he was growing up in the america he knew That if the company had a public relations job or if you were going to deal with the public and they weren't going to be able to understand your name, spell it or say it, that it would have been understood. Yeah, you're not going to get that job. Or at least they're going to call you something different, right? Right. But now, and this is evolution, we've gone, we've thought right, we've thought right and thought forward thought this and said, no, 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 dude, that's not okay because of people's name. They didn't choose their name. We got to let people work, right? Yeah. So, so dude, this has changed now. So we so we kind of moved into this thing now. So my point being is, is that there's no way to have said this to this woman, even if you take the word ghetto out of it. Like what's, how do you, I've been trying to clean up this email all morning.
1: And really, I mean, how many emails do you get where they tell you specifically why you weren't hired? I think usually it's just, "Hey, we've decided to go in a, in a different
0: direction." God, another good point I just missed because most people tell me, "God, I just wish I would have known what know it why. was. What did but, I do wrong?" But most of the times, people aren't likely to tell you because then things like this happen. I,
1: I, yeah, I just can't. I just can't wrap my head around that being accepted company standard. If this person put that in there because they don't care about their job, I guess I won't be shocked.
0: No, see, no, I take your point because what you're theory is what? People just get fed up and I just got to get out of here? I don't care if I get fired. F okay. this job. But don't you care whether or not you get fired and if it's a way that's going to prevent you from being hired someplace else? Hey, dude, why were you fired? Well, post went viral and me being racist.
1: Well, I, I don't think you necessarily <laughs> say that, but I
0: mean, like, right? But people are going to know, like, so, dude, why were you fired? Well, because I wrote ghetto in an email.
1: Think about how many people have been fired because they put, you know, a fat dude on the on the Starbucks cup or, or a Chinese guy on the pizza order, and More, nobody, and, and okay. nobody, you don't know who those people are.
0: Fair, but you have made the point yourself plenty of times that you can get a server's job pretty easily because servers aren't going to call. Server job isn't going to call another server job about you. They're going to be like, oh, you worked there for two years. You Whatever, obviously know yeah, how to carry mozzarella. Of if you're going to work in like the HR department, they're calling on your references, right? I mean, are they? I'm, I mean, maybe that's goodwill on my part, and maybe I'm assuming.
1: And that's what I was going to say, is, dude. If, if if you work in the HR department, but you're just one of the cogs of the rec- recruiting machine, and it's like, dude, I don't. I'm care supposed about to this. make
0: this phone call, but I and anymore, right. you're really not allowed to give anybody a bad review via the phone anyway. So why are you calling references?
1: And I, I think as I think as we sit here and we kind of like, all right, well, this ghetto name, these ghetto names, dude. I said this before on the show and i'm gonna say it again white people it is time to get off of your high horse dude i don't know i don't know how many ridiculous and just just made up and asinine names white people have to name their kids nowadays for it to be like okay well now we're all on the same playing field the name journey g-u-r-n-e-e g-u-r-n-n-e and they said it's pronounced journey dude white people what are we doing what are we doing?
0: Appropriating black culture. God
1: damn, dude. I <laughs> that's mean, like, what we're doing. and that's what I'm saying is like, dude, for for decades that was the joke. It was, you know, oh dude, you know, it's the kindergarten salt or Ar- or Ar- Ar- jello, and it was spelled like orange jello, and it's like, oh ha, ha 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 ha. Now look at us white people, we got terrible names for our kids. It's true. It is true. It's true.
0: It's true. You know where it started? Was that awful celebrity, what's her name, that named her kid Apple?
1: Apple, Gwyneth Paltrow, dude, started the whole thing. And this is the lead singer from Sonny, from POD, who was like, oh, I named my daughter Nevaeh, and now that's the most white trash name you could possibly have.
0: Yeah, let's clear this up. Nevaeh's birth months, named after a jewel. Just buy him the pole. Get him the Barbie stripper pole. It's going to happen. You
1: got kids named Cashton. You got kids named Ledger. You got just, just ridiculous, just ridiculous names. Palsy. What, what is that? What even is that? What are you talking about, people?
0: Dude, how many Thanos were born this year?
1: <laughs> right? How many Thanos did we get?
0: I bet we got a lot. Sounds Greek. Don't have to be comic books. No, dude, I like dude, I like Euro Stansberry. It's not comic book movies. I like Thanos. Yeah, I know you do. More Stansbury show right around the corner. You guys hang on. The Stansberry Show. I have got to get in on this.
2: Rock 1069.
1: Yo, guys, Fantone from the Stansberry Show here to tell you about the Roholt Vision Institute. It still happens to me all the time, dude. I wake up in the morning, I reach for my glasses, and all of a sudden, I remember, dude, you do not need those. I got 20-20 vision thanks to the LASIK surgery I had done at Roholt. And I'm telling you, your summertime is going to be so much easier when you don't have to worry about glasses or contacts. So if you've been thinking about LASIK surgery, I know you have some questions, which is why the Roholt Vision Institute has made everything perfectly clear for you at their website. That is rollholtvision.com.
2: Rock 106.
0: Welcome back to the Radio Show. We're on Rock 106.9. Again, 9.30 this morning. The meanest thing anybody's ever said to me on Facebook. It was mean. Below the belt, and a woman said it. Wasn't about my penis size. She hit below the belt, and I didn't like it. Not a fan. I'll give you that. 9.30. Also, 8 o'clock. We'll send you out to Vegas. 9 o'clock as well. Two opportunities this morning. Uh, before the break, we were talking about this woman who claims uh, she had gotten an email back from an HR department from this company, Mentality saying that her name was Ghetto, and that's why she wasn't going to get the position. Now, William is a guy who listens to us who sent us this, um, and he sent me a photo he has. Now, this looks like it came internally from Mentality, but I don't know that to be true, okay? So I just want to clear that up. But he has this thing he sent me. It says the password for the outside job board site used by mentality had been compromised back on August the 13th, 2018. We are currently working with law enforcement to identify the perpetrator and consider appropriate legal action. We share the anger and frustration of those who receive those bogus emails. Now, again, I set that whole break up by saying this doesn't feel right to me. This feels very much like one of those things somebody did to make look like something happened to garner sympathy and then to get a job offer from somebody else. Well, I'm
1: just going to say it that I was hacked when all those you know things were being said about white people's names. That wasn't me. That wasn't me at all, dude. I didn't say those things.
0: Yeah, my buddy Jay uh, texted and he was like, dude, he's like, you guys skipped over the most obvious choice. He goes, Gwyneth Paltrow? Stansbury, what about Frank Zappa? He named this yeah. kid. Dude, he named his kids Moon Unit and Dweezil or whatever the hell it was. Jay, dude, nice call, buddy. You're right.
1: Yeah, that is, that is, that's a good point there. Jay
0: would want me to point out. Pretty good, Maslon Hooper, but way. at least what I'm going to say there pretty is pretty good high school basketball. That player. was
1: like drug hippie era, which I guess is one thing, and I guess maybe it's different now. Or it's no different now because all these parents are on drugs and their and their grandparents yeah, are, dude, are raising them. Yeah, dude, it's meth now. Now okay. we, all right, fair enough. All right, I'm not gonna, I am not going i will not argue so there.
0: Next year when we get methagesties <laughs> born, you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't. Know. I don't. Know. Probably not. You know, somebody else pointed this out via Twitter. They said, "You know, dude, in like ten years, you're gonna have a thousand strippers named Khaleesi."
1: Oh yeah, dude, the Dragon Show for so sure.
0: Let me, yeah,
2: the, for God sure. So let
0: me ask you, what is the piece of pop culture that has probably spawned the most baby names because of its popularity? Oh. Because you know what's crazy, you don't see a ton of Luke's. You don't see a ton of Leia's. You don't see a ton of Hans, and I've never met not one Chewbacca.
1: Not one. I would assume that I, you know, I feel like Luke has made a
0: little bit of a comeback. Um, but, but I don't think directly because of Skywalker.
1: Yeah, I don't think. I don't think that, that,
0: that Luke just sounds like good old boy.
1: That that was necessarily what did it. I'm trying Spatunes. to think. And I, I really do think this is a more common thing or a more modern thing than than older thing. But like the Bible's the obvious answer here, right? I mean. As we sit here, Matthew and Daniel, like, how is it not?
0: Yeah, I mean, I was named after Daniel in the Bible. My yeah. brother was named after, you know, the book of David. Right. Um, th- those meant something to my family on some reason. I have no idea what they were. But, but
1: that, the Bi- yeah, I mean, outside of the Bible, I don't know what second right. place is.
0: I feel a little, I mean, I feel a little guilty calling that pop culture. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> you know what I all mean? Right. Like, let's, dude, I
0: know you and I love blasphemy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I know we do love it. But I think we're the only ones that share it. Like, I don't think outside of that, I don't think it's real, real popular there. All right. There have been some numbers run on the radio business. It turns out, like, 30% of radio people say this about themselves, and then another 40% of radio people admit that they've done this. We'll tell you where this show lands inside those numbers. Next after sending you to Vegas on Rock 106.9.
2: The Stansberry Show. That guy knows how to party. Rock 106.9. Rock 106.9.
0: Welcome back to The Stansberry Show. We're on Rock 106.9. We'll send you out to Vegas here momentarily. Um, Already people are tweeting out photos of Des Bryant. People are like, hey, look, Des Bryant's on my flight. He's in the land. I just flew home. Des Bryant was on my flight. He's in the land. I'm seeing photos. Now they're pretty grainy and i have yet to see one clear enough for me to be like yeah that is for sure des bryant but i don't know why anybody would lie about that des bryant said he was coming yeah. to visit I, I have no idea why anybody would lie so apparently des bryant is in the land looking uh, i guess to talk to john dorsey about the possibility of coming and joining your cleveland browns
1: you feel, like, feel like it happens yes you do
0: i do i um yeah i think they know they need a playmaker um, but I, again, I think the fans want the name of Des Bryant, not the player that Des Bryant has been over the last couple of years. The, the production has not been great. Also, if you're culture-driven, if that's what you're worried about, I'm not sure Des is the guy to put into a culture that needs to be bolstered. Um, Des has never really had the reputation of being that teammate, so I'm not sure what's going to make him that guy now. Um, also, if we're going to be without our definitive number one wide receiver, then let's just move Jarvis into that role. He seems to be enjoying it. Let's let Jarvis be Jarvis.
1: Browns have a very difficult decision to make when it comes to stuff like that because you're right. On one hand, you are trying to build a culture and I think if nothing else these first two episodes of Hard Knocks have made it very clear to me how hard that is.
0: And the fact that we're a ways away from it. And, yeah. it's, and especially
1: with with losing already being established it's not like the it's not like Hugh Jackson gets to start over and say yeah last year you guys were he has to say last year we, we were. were right so like there there there's Fair there's, point. there's already that loss right there but you also are desperately looking for talent. So it's like, yeah, you want to be like, well, we're going to do everything based on based on culture, but it's like and then you're going to you're not going to have dudes that can go out there and ball.
0: Totally agree. I think I can get the production that Des Bryant has given teams or his last team over the last 3 years for a less money than I'm going to have to give Des Bryant and for a lot less headache that I'm going to get with Des Bryant.
1: Yeah, I don't know how a dude who is I mean been in the NFL feels like forever. I mean feels like Des Bryant's been been around a, a part of the game for quite a while. I don't know how he's going to come to the Browns, a losing organization, the biggest mockery of professional sports and be asked to be the non main event. You know what I'm I mean? Like heavy. that's just that's 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 yeah, a really it. really tough thing to do.
0: I don't buy it. So they ran some numbers on the radio business. Okay. They they asked around 1200 radio hosts around the country. About how the job gets done, what their lives are like when they're off the air, what dealing with like, you know, um, uh, obsessed listeners or maybe listeners who take their things too far and say things too far. And again, 930, I'm going to tell you something, one of the rudest things that's ever been said to me in in the history of my career, 930, I'll give you that. A woman hurt my feelings yesterday, 930, I'll give it to you. One of the biggest questions they asked is, do you feel like you have a face for radio?
1: 30%
0: admitted that yes, they probably do. Now, this job is flipped, bro. It's flipped. It used to be you were the first guy to say Pink Floyd on the buzzard. So it didn't matter who you were, what you looked like, or whatever. You just sounded like you had gravel in that voice, and you said Bachman Turner Overdrive Twin Spin. And you were like the grease man of like your local town. Two of them, okay. All right, twin I like it. Right? That that's all okay. the job required. Now the job's different. Now you got to Facebook live. Now you got to be out in the public. Now now you got to sell products. Now you got to do this. So dude, those fat slob comic book store, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know stereotypes of what we are. I don't think you can be that anymore.
1: Yeah, not nearly as much as you used to you be can. able to. I over the weekend, I was at, I don't know, some store and this lady just kept looking at me, and kept looking at me, and kept looking at me and I'm like, "Well, dude, she, she thinks it's you. Like, that's what's going on there. Right. 20 years ago, you had no idea what that per, who that person was. None. It didn't matter. Like, somebody
0: said to me the one day, they're like, how do people recognize you? I'm like, dude, are you kidding me? Like, they see you all the time now. Like, I remember, like, because again, I've been doing this a long, long time. Dude, webcams and studios weren't a thing when I first started. That was not a thing. I remember premiering that, and I remember going, oh, God. They're watching me eat my lunch every day, like everything you do. And so like, yeah, it's just it's becoming more visual um, position than it's ever been. I don't think I have a face for radio. I would say this. I don't have a face for television. I will say that. Like, you, that's, okay. a, that's a whole nother level.
1: Yeah, you definitely have to be good looking like, for that.
0: When I see Mark, like, even when you, like, dude, I'm buddies with Mark Nolan. When you see Mark Nolan off of TV, he still looks really good. He's a very handsome man. Mark Nolan's a good looking very dude. Very handsome man. Chris Ty is the same way. I'm buddies with him, too. <laughs> very, very handsome man. Yeah, no, man they're very good looking with. dudes off the air. They are. Mark All Nolan's right. a very good looking dude on and off TV. Like, yes, is their makeup, is their hair. Is there all that stuff? Yes. Are they making Mark look better than he normally does? Yeah. And I, dude, he's not going to be upset with that. I said that he knows that to be true too, and he would give those people all the credit in the world. But if he rolls out of bed, goes to Walmart, which I'm sure he probably doesn't, does not. But but if he did, (laughs) he would still look like a guy who you should who you should put on television. Right. I would say that I probably don't have that. They asked radio hosts this question, and this is where a bunch of them are lying. A bunch of them are lying. 39% 39% of people that work on the radio have admitted that they have dated a listener. That number's way low.
1: Yeah. I mean, that it's, number's
0: way, way low. Oh, it's, dude, guys get into this business for the same reason a dude picks up a bass and then paints his face like Gene Simmons. It's for the vagina. That's are, why you do it. Are we
1: talking dated or had sex with? Is there a line there?
0: Okay, they say, admitted that they've dated a listener before, including 7% of them who ended up marrying one, who I know you worked for a guy who did that, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: He, 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 he ended up marrying a, marrying a listener, and it ended up being a nightmare shocker, because I've i never dated a listener. I mean, my girlfriend listens to the show now, but, she, but when we, when we like kind of got together, it wasn't based off of that. I mean, I've had sex with plenty of listeners, but like I've never dated one.
0: I have dated listeners.
1: Like, so you met them through the station, not just like you, you know, because. Well,
0: all right. Hold on. I guess you're going to have to clarify. Okay. So there I was. 2004 on the patio at the garage bar, West 25th Street, Cleveland, hammered. Okay. Hanging out with my friend Morgan, a 10 on anybody's scale. Okay. She's trying to get in my pants. It's raining women in my life at that point. I'm like, ah, 10s. Yeah, I'll get around to it. Right. And then next thing I know, I turn around and she goes, hey. I want to introduce you to my friend. This is my friend. And then, you know, introduce me. And I forgot all about Morgan. And then I was like, oh, I kind of like that one. Right. And we get introduced, or whatever, and we're and then throughout the night, she realized she's like, Oh, that's who you are? I said, Yeah. It's like I'm that guy. And and then because we ended up hanging out forever. Were you so like did I meet her through that?
1: Were you introduced as Dan or were you introduced as Stansberry? That's the difference.
0: All right, I mean if we're talking 2004 in the patio of a but, bar? And but, I already said I was hammered. But
1: but the, you you remember the context of of Morgan introducing you was it like yo, here's dude from the radio or was no,
0: it like yo, my here's my Dan. friend Dan? Yeah, cuz right. Morgan she was more likely to introduce me. But but again, that woman that I ended up being introduced to and then uh, dating's probably a loose term, but I but had her involved in my life for a long time. So, I mean she had listened to that show for I mean she was a pretty and an avid listener. She wasn't like, oh yeah, I've heard of you. Like she was an avid listener
1: Um I guess that is a little bit of a gray area but I think where that introduction happened of like yo this is Stansbury from the from the radio or this is my friend Dan I think that's where the difference Okay lies.
0: now see how, how I have said and you have, you've held my feet to the fire on this, that I have said that part of my problem with dating in Canton, Ohio, is that finding somebody who doesn't listen to the show is actually very difficult, Yeah, because we're very popular here. True. And you have said, well, dude, at this point, you're just going to have to realize you're just going to have to date somebody who listens. But yet, you're kind of like sticking your nose up at the idea of dating a listener.
1: No, 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 no. I mean, I'm not like, oh, my God, I could never do that. And like, boy, what a pathetic. Oh, mo-. it's just no. that you have not it's done It's just, it. I've never done that. Uh, you know, one of the the first boss I had in radio, Jim Mantell, who's uh, happily retired tired now. He told me two things. He's like, you know, number one, don't eat any of the food that listeners bring you. And number two, don't have sex with any of them. And I was able to obey one of those rules in my career. And uh, It's homemade
0: food we won't eat. If something comes in a package and it's sealed, (laughs) it's got a sticker on it. Like I'm eating that. He doesn't care. I'm eating that. If you make me scrambled eggs and you put it on a plate and put (laughs) tin foil over top of it and bring it to a live broadcast, I don't want to eat that. I'm not
1: eating that. Um, But no, I'm not like... We got Uber Eats now, dude. I don't need your own i don't think it's I don't think it's like unacceptable, but there's definitely when it happens there's always going to be a little bit of like the eye roll at that relationship because it seems that that person is just in it because of who you are on the radio as opposed to who you are
0: you my know? buddy married a, a woman who was like obsessed with him because of who he was on the radio and when he and now and again this job will do this he lost his job was out of work two years and now is back on the radio because welcome to radio but during that two years, I thought for sure she was going to bail, but you know what? She didn't. During
1: that two years, and you're no longer that person. That's tough, dude. That's tough for you. That's tough for your partner. That's that's all of a sudden what was like. All right, this is what our relationships, you know, centered around. Yeah, that's that's a difficult position to be
0: in. Despite that, they say one percent of the respondents named sex as their main reason for working in radio. Okay, it was sex the main reason. No. But was popularity and what happens through popularity the big reason why you did it? Yes. Yeah. The answer is yes. The answer is yes. I wasn't one of the cool kids my entire life. My brother was cool. I wasn't. I was kind of nerd, kind of often by my, my, myself, and I wanted to be a cool, popular kid like my brother. So I decided to go the opposite route. He glory days it, peaked in 11th grade, and now I'm 40 and awesome. <laughs> now I can say that because he lives 3,000 miles away from me and he'll podcast it, get pissed, and then won't remember when I see him eight months from now. Ha ha, David. You know what? He's got money. He'll fly here. I was going to say, O'Doyle rules. Yeah, no, O'Doyle rules. He will. He'll come here just to punch me in the face. Dick. Mean. Fantone and I argued about something yesterday. He swears something exists. I was like, eh, I'm not so sure. Now we got audio that I think pretty much proves Fantone was right. We'll air that next on Rock 106.9. Let's go!
2: Rock 106.9 has your shot at a trip to our iHeartRadio Music Festival. Now, text the keyword VEGAS to 200-200. You'll get a text-confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info, standard data and message supply. That's VEGAS to 200-200. Good luck from Canton's rock station. Rock 106.9. 69
0: Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. We're on Rock 106.9. We're online for you at wrqk.com. I apologize. I just got an email or a text message from my apartment complex telling me they have not received August rent. It's normally there by August the 1st and it's because I have it set to immediately come out of my bank account. And so I don't know what happened there. Oh, so I'm going to have to check some things. Do
1: you, do you, do you have a bunch of you've a bunch of extra money right now? Like no. No. So you think somewhere along the way it went somewhere? I don't know. I
0: That's not like me. No, it's not. It, that's not like me at all, but I don't know. Um, I know I just see sometimes I use the app. Sometimes I use like th- just a web browser for it, and that may be different, but dude, not 15 days difference. So like something, maybe I just forgot. Maybe I did. I don't know. I'll have to. Uh, I'll go to the bank after I'm done.
1: Homeless Stansberry, dude. I don't want you to be out no, on the that streets. Good. No, I mean, it's terrible. I, already, I
0: mean, I scheduled September's is already scheduled to go. So, just let me text her back.
1: If All you right. if you don't have the money, then obviously it's somewhere. It's out there. It's out there in the world somewhere. So, like, you know, if, unless you have like an extra rent check in your in your account, which you'd probably know about.
0: I mean, dude, my rent's like nine hundred. Like, if I had nine hundred dollars just laying around, I think I would notice it. But I don't know I'll double check I will I, um, I I mean I don't want that To be true of me at all So
1: No and I mean dude You've lived there For quite a while I'm sure it's not like Oh dude this scumbag is just trying to Screw us over No i sure Three I mean I've lived There yeah. over
0: three years I'm sure so they know It's pretty good So alright I'll check That's gonna suck dude If I have to come off That money today That's gonna suck It is gonna suck We just got paid And pfft, there it goes for you. Yeah That's not good
1: just go through your transactions, dude. You'll be able to find if your rent check came out. You will.
0: Yeah, the problem is I don't see it in here. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I don't. But I'm looking fast because I'm trying to get back on the radio to talk to people about things they care about. <laughs> yesterday, right. uh, we were... Uh, you and I disagreed a little bit yesterday. Um, there's rumors that there's a tape out there of Trump using the N-word. And now, I'm not... Fantone believes, hell yeah, it exists. We're going to hear it. It's coming out. It's going to happen. That's where he's at.
1: And by the way, I want to amend my statement yesterday. I said it would happen before the end of the year. I want to change that, and I'm going to say it's going to happen before the midterm elections in November.
0: Fair enough. I had said, well, nah, dude, they've been hunting this guy for a year. If, they, if somebody had it, it'd be out. But you're right. The midterms is a great time to do it. That's a great time to do it. So that might be when we get the smoking gun. I had Now, I had said I wasn't so sure that there wasn't one. But that my feeling was is that if we had it as hunted as he's been, somebody would have been like, oh, yeah, guess what I got, right? That was my take. And Omarosa had said about a week ago he had never used the word. Now she's changing her tune now. And I view Omarosa to be a non-credible witness. Agreed. She is a... She's a horrific person. Like, you even go back to the first season of The Apprentice. Like, the first time she's ever on TV, you can tell that person's awful.
1: An established liar, an established manipulator, and an established uh, person who does not fact check. I mean, throughout her book that early releases have been on, there's been multiple points where people have been like, yo, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is just basic Googleable information that you could have came up with, and you chose not to do that. So, like, yes, questionable at, at the very least but you got tapes.
0: So now she claims that she's got a tape. So now then I guess she went to a news network with a couple of pieces of audio that now people from the Trump camp are are saying this is actually two pieces of audio put together, which happens all the time. You know I harp on the fake news thing a lot. You know what used to happen at radio stations all the time? Just so you know, like dude, this is how much how much how Fake broadcasting used to be. Let me tell you something that used to happen at a radio station all the time. An artist would get interviewed at like K Rock in New York. And then that audio would be shipped out to every radio station yeah. in the country. And then that local DJ would be like, So Jeff, tell me what it was like being an AC DC. And then but then what you could do is you could ask questions that were never asked in the interview and take answers and add them to questions. That stuff happened on the radio the entire time the radio's been on the radio. Yeah. You dude, the amount of faking that has been going on in the broadcasting industry, whether it be radio, news, TV, or whatever. From the beginning. It's been a snow job from the beginning. So the idea that a news network took two pieces of audio that Omarosa had, smashed it together to make it sound worse than it is, make it sound like there's more there, I don't know that that's what happened, but I could see that happening. I could see that happening. But Omarosa, now we have got audio that she recorded, I guess. That she, I, I assume I'm right on that. That she recorded between. Who is this person she's talking to? Remind me again.
1: The main person involved here is Katrina Pearson, um, an official spokesperson for President Trump. Um, she's the one who I've said in the past looks like Lisa Ann.
0: Okay, all right, she's all right. Like, li- yeah, about.
1: just you know a little, a little bit of that, a little bit of that MILF porn star yeah. look to her. She's good
0: looking. She really is. Yeah, but. like that. And so this is a conversation between Omarosa and Katrina Pearson. Yeah. All right, let me tell me that.
2: She describes an October 2016 phone conversation with Lynn Patton, then assistant to Eric Trump, spokesperson Katrina Pearson, and campaign communications director Jason Miller, in which they discuss how to deal with the potential fallout from its release. I'm trying to find out at least what context it was used
0: in. Okay, so I want to know how did he use it, is what she's saying right there. That's Katrina Pearson talking to Omarosa. So basically, what if I'm hearing that right, in admittance. All right, it's out there somewhere. What was he saying? Right? That's what she's trying to figure out. Okay. I'm trying to find out at least the context it was
1: used in
2: to help us maybe try to figure out
1: a way to spin it. Would that matter? Would that matter if he was dropping a an A instead of the hard E-R? If he was using it in a playful tone, and I know that the debate of, like, well, is it playful or not is, is pretty much settled at this point. But if he was using it like, yo, like, I'm young and I like the rappers nowadays, would that matter?
0: It seemed to matter for Bill Maher.
2: Patton then described a conversation she had with then-candidate Trump about making the slur. I said, well can you think of any time that this might have happened and he said no well that's not you know, true how do you so think he goes how do you think i should handle it and i told him exactly what you just said on marissa which is well it depends on what scenario you're talking about and he said well why don't you just go ahead and put it to bed he i don't know it. what the
0: handle <laughs> is no he said it
1: he's embarrassed and that was katrina pearson at the end right there saying he said it he said it he's embarrassed
0: now, she has been on record saying that basically what she's doing there is placating Omarosa. Correct. Saying, like, look, we get it. We're fine. Let, let, let's move this conversation forward. Right? I don't know it's what
2: the scandal is. No, he said it. He's Pearson denied the call ever took place during an interview on Fox News Monday night. Katrina cursed and said
0: he said it. Did that happen?
1: <laughs> no, Ed, that did not happen. It sounds like she's writing a script for a movie.
0: But it did happen because we just heard it happen. Correct. Okay, so they are talking about that phone call. She's now saying to him that the, the next piece of audio, that phone call that I just heard, did not happen.
1: Essentially, yes, is what she's okay, saying. I just
0: want to make sure I'm up. I'm up to. I'm up on what's happening here. Um. Yeah, man, people saying, well, it didn't matter for Papa John. No, but it didn't matter for Bill Maher either, right? Or it seemed to matter for 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 Bill Maher. He was joking. Bill Maher's on TV telling other people how to live their life, telling everybody his side of the politics are right. Yeah, but not the president. Yeah, but neither was he when this happened.
1: Right, but I mean, like a different standard once you're yeah, in this yeah, office. But we,
0: yeah, but we talked about this yesterday. I called for this. I said, "Well, we're going to be able to remove him from power, right?" And everybody said, "No."
1: Well, I don't think you're able to. I'm just saying that, like, I can definitely make room for a different standard between who I would end up voting for and somebody that's on TV.
0: Oh, I would hope that you would make the same vote. That if that, that if you won't vote for that person, that, that then you wouldn't watch that person either. And there, this is this is one of those things where it's like we can't. I don't mean me and you. But we can't parade Bill Maher out there as like, well, patron saint of everything left and then have that be part of what he did and be like, well, it's all right when one of us does it. I mean, I mean, when one of us that kind of likes black people, nod, nod, wink, wink, we're allowed. But that guy over there who we've just decided is racist, even though there are years and years of him, I I mean, right, with charitable work and hiring African-American. I mean, dude, there was a lot of that.
1: Do you think Bill Maher's racist for using it?
0: I think Bill Maher showed the fact that even good people have some racism in them. Yeah. Evil lurks in the heart of all men.
1: So you don't necessarily think even if Trump is comes out him saying this, it doesn't necessarily make him Isn't racist. Isn't
0: it possible? Let me ask you this. Is it possible to use this word and not have it be your entire ideology? Isn't it possible to have a moment of weakness to have a a but not be a systemic racist?
1: It's, do you think that if this tape is to come out, is it a moment or is it a repeated pattern of behavior?
0: I think if it was a repeated pattern of behavior, we wouldn't be searching the country for one tape. That there would be tons of tapes. This is a guy who doesn't hold back what he says. As a matter of fact, Howard Stern said it a million times. The reason why I had Donald Trump in my studio at all times is because he understands broadcasting. He gets it. Just say the thing that makes him listen, whether it's true or not. Just say it. And so, dude, if this was who Trump was, I think there'd be more of it, not less.
1: I I, I definitely think that there's more tapes of him if it, and i said one of the access hollywood tape came out if you're br- just brash enough to speak like that knowing that you have a hot mic on you once it's it's happened a million times so i i mean i'll make room for you there in the argument of of I also you would see it already well the
0: access hollywood tape i think is different though is that i think even trump knows uh dude most of the country's alright with a guy being a little chauvinistic but people hate racists right i think even he knows that uh, maybe i maybe he doesn't I just think if this was a repeated pattern of behavior, we wouldn't be, have to be searching for one tape somewhere in the B-roll of Mark Burnett's cell phone from a show 10 years ago. There'd be 50 versions of this.
1: So, I, I guess at this point, you feel
0: like... Where are all the other people coming out saying, oh yeah, dude, I've known him forever, I've heard him say it forever? Pendulette didn't. I mean, he is said, no, 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 remember? We actually went through it, and he gave us examples of things he said chauvinistically, but he never said, he never gave us an example of anything racial. I actually called Pendulet out yesterday. He said, dude, you talked about the fact that he used words like this and then didn't give me the example, but gave me hard examples of him being inappropriate towards women. So, so no, Pendulet didn't do that. So you
1: stand by, did, there are no tapes.
0: I am standing by the, I am suspicious that there is not a tape. That I am suspicious that there is, we know that anything you say this guy, I did it'll stick to him. And I've told the leftist for a year. You're turning Donald Trump into Kaiser Sose. And if you make him a bigger demon than he is, you're gonna get him again. You're going to get him again. I told you that the first time around, and I'm going to keep telling it to you again. The guy does enough awful stuff. If you keep trying to create the awful stuff out of it, dude, you're making this guy too big of a, vi- of a villain now, where it's now, dude, he's the he's now the big bad wolf. I'm, I'm thinking my house is never going to get blown over because I've been told how it's going to get blown over every day, and yet it stands firm. I mean, I didn't pay the rent on it, but the building's still there. I don't. I just think if this was a routine, if this was patterns of behavior, you'd see it. But the guy had won awards for being decent to African Americans in his community for the charitable work he did. So either A, which this could totally be true, we were just giving people awards for whether they earned them or not, which could totally be true, admittingly. Or B, we created the racist mantra because we hate everything else he does, and that we're applying his racist tendencies for border control against how he's going to feel about a black person from Philadelphia, and I'm not sure that that's necessarily a fair thing to do. If you want to hunt the guy, he gives you plenty to hunt on. Creating stuff out of thin air while while carrying Bill Maher on your shoulders, I think is a little misguided, was my only point on the whole thing. More Stansberry Show is right around the corner. We'll also send you out to Vegas at 9 o'clock on Rock 106.9.
2: The Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9
0: Rock 106.9 Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. Turns out, I forgot to pay my rent Whoops. for August. I went back, I checked my app, I checked my online banking app, and I actually checked like um, my online banking through their web browser. I checked both things. I called the bank during the break, and uh, I bank with CSE here locally, and they were like, no, dude, you haven't sent a check to them since... Um uh, June, so or, or no, since July, sorry. So like your your August, your August payment did not get made. So I just had to send this hurt. I had to send seventeen hundred dollars. Oh, I had to pay because I just was like, oh, screw it. I'll just pay August and September right now. Then I was gonna have to pay September in like another week and a half anyway. Might as well just pay it.
1: You don't want that money for that week and a half though.
0: No. Okay. Because now I get paid again on the thirtieth, and now I don't have to worry about taking my rent out of it. Now I, now I just have it. And that's where our ratings bonus is coming to. So now I just get it, even though I already spent it on golf clubs. But, you know, whatever. Uh, but, yeah, that one kind of hurt. I wanted to uh, let you know about a video you can uh, see online. And I want to read you the description. This is at Facebook.com slash Show, by the way. And it's so good. It is so good. There's this woman, and she's pretty hammered. And she's on the roof. And here's the description. Drunk white lady standing on a roof, bangs beer can on her head, sips uh, slips on a skateboard while being flipped off by a five-year-old child standing near a burning field of grass next to a carefree pig <laughs> okay all of those things are true that's that's excellent that's online for you I saw I, I heard about this uh, apparently the first day at McKinley school there yeah. was a big huge fight it ended up breaking out into the like the neighborhood and like all this stuff now I can believe this happens at the first day of school I can believe it but like 18 kids were in the middle of a fight. And eight, eight kids
1: got arrested. I don't know, eighteen kids. Oh,
0: eight kids got arrested. Okay, so sorry, I I I had heard. I thought it was eighteen. Eight kids got arrested. Right, so eight high school kids are involved in a fight that got to the, to the point to where they got arrested. And not one Snapchat video, not one Instagram story, not one Facebook post.
1: Good point, dude. I didn't even think of that, but I have not seen video of that at all. 10 high
0: schools. Because, dude, there were other kids who didn't get arrested who were there who saw it. So that many high school kids were standing around and I don't have a single piece of video? I don't buy it. I'm Uh, sorry. uh, I don't buy it.
1: Good point. Uh, McKinley said all students who have been identified have been removed from the school, so
0: like, they
1: feel like everyone that was involved, they have arrested and and, and have it taken care of. Now,
0: maybe the video's on phones that have been confiscated by the cops. And I don't know.
1: I understand that, like, you know, there's something wrong with kids these days. There's something wrong with kids. But it's like you never got into a fight in high school. Dude,
0: the Greasers and socs fought in the right?
1: 1950s. Yeah, I mean, come on. Right? I mean, that's the thing. It's just so many times we look at these things that we all did and destruction of, like, property. Like, I I know there was something that happened over the weekend and people were like, man, kids these days. And it's like, dude, you never just knock something over as a kid because that's what you were. Yeah, no, you this, did. Is what
0: I, this is what I realized. That everything's always been happening. The only difference now is you. You're just old enough to hate it. That's all it is. And you're old enough to have the respect to not do other things. Now, I mean, I, I don't know what... I'm being told this was a gang fight at the school the other day. Okay, that doesn't change the fact that I can't believe that I'm guessing 20 kids at least saw this. Fine, let's say it was just the eight. There's not a single Snapchat video of it? Come on. Come on. These kids Snapchat their, their grilled cheese sandwiches. I get pictures of Lunchables. Bitch, it comes in a box. We've all seen it. Why do I got a picture of that? If I'm getting pictures of Lunchables, I'm getting video of fights that got that broke out so hard that somebody got arrested. It's just suspicious to me. More Sansbury Show and a trip out to Las Vegas is up for grabs next on Rock 106.9. Hope boys brought popcorn. The
2: Stansberry Show. Because I'm about to put on a show. Rock 106.106.9. 106,
0: Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show. We're on Rock 106.9. We were letting you know about a fight that broke out the first day at uh, McKinley High School. Eight kids had been arrested. And I said, I don't believe that something like this could happen on this magnitude around this many high schoolers. And I don't have video of it. They they videotape everything. But a listener wrote in and said something I hadn't thought of, to be honest with you. And it's because I don't have kids and I, I didn't get this memo coming home. Um, and I'm assuming that's how they know. It says if McKinley kids get caught sharing fight videos, they will then get expelled. Because you shared it to social media, I hadn't thought about that. I I could maybe see that. Does every kid know what that rule is in school? I don't know. I'm I'm guessing not. Um, This person who tells me that also goes so far as to say that they've seen the video. That there are videos. They've seen the video. And Alliance kids came down to McKinley to start uh, to start the trouble. I don't know if any of that's true. and i hate to keep it cuz i don't want it to come off like man i can't wait to see this, this video of high schoolers beating each other up that's i mean that's not what i'm after it just it seemed a little strange to me
1: now as far as i've read in any of the reports no mention of alliance students that's i, mean, I that's the
0: first time i've heard of that too uh,
1: as far as i know i think the 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 seven seven of the students were under the age of 18 and one was over the 18, age of 18 i saw that so i, I have not heard that but i guess it's it possible. could happen, yeah.
0: Certainly, my guess is the cops would have said it,
1: though. Yeah, but I don't know.
0: So I don't know. I won there. Um, I've said it on the show a few times that I feel like expectation of return on dollar spent is wildly askewed for most Americans. Okay, like people like, well, tell me, dude, what people think they should have to pay for things is crazy. And things are getting cheaper because we're sharing more things.
1: So you're saying, like, I expect a fantastic cheeseburger served to me with no delay, and I expect to pay a dollar for it, is yes. what you're
0: saying. Okay. okay. I remember um, when uh, when I was still in Cleveland, there was, like, a big event that happened. It was opening day, and people bitched about the RTA, the train. Oh, my God, the RTA. No wonder you nobody uses this thing. It's terrible. The waiting. This. It's like, guys, that thing goes it runs 45 times a day, gets you everywhere you need to go, never an accident, $5. Like, But the one day you want right. to use it on an opening day, right. it doesn't take you there in three minutes, and, you're, and, and your first world privilege just has to come spewing out on your Twitter account. Yeah. Just be a little bit more patient, you douche. Yeah, good point. The expectation of dollar spent. And I had this argument a lot about a band I really like yesterday in Kiss, because Kiss is part of the reason why you expect so much on when you spend dollars. Kiss is the reason why there's fire out of the tunnel when LeBron comes running out for an NBA game. Because your expectations of entertainment has been risen through somebody stepping up their standards.
1: Space Ace, hats off to you, buddy.
0: Bands used to look like the Eagles. They wore jeans with holes in them, flannel shirts, and sat on bar stools and played acoustic guitars. And then Paul and Gene went, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, they're going to pay us money? to play in every city no no no. we'll step the game up we'll show you how this is really supposed to be done so that's what got done that's why your expectation is so skewed. it's over that band you keep telling me sucks which by the way still headline arenas and festivals today if it was purely just the makeup gimmick i don't think you can do that anymore it's because some of the songs have stood the test of time i was made for loving you war machine rock and roll all night strutter Deuce. I love it loud. Lick it up. Pick one. They've all stood the test of time. They're hit makers. Deal with it. But your expectation of dollars spent is wildly askew. Okay. It's crazy askew. Like I hear people say this all the time. Netflix. So much money. So much money. Are you insane? Do you have any idea the amount of entertainment is based in that thing for what is it? $12 a month? You cheap loser. $12 12 dollars a month so just to let me give you some math all right let me give you some math to watch everything new on Netflix all right everything uploaded on Netflix last year
1: it, oh, okay so that's original content and that is here's
0: Robocop here's extra seasons of shows you like right? okay I'm guessing okay okay. Right? okay everything uploaded onto Netflix over last year 2017 okay It would take you over eight months to watch it all. That's not worth $12? You see what's happening to people?
1: You're saying just sitting there watching it, it would take me eight months to get all the way through that? Wow, dude, that is a lot of content. Scientists
0: say it would take you 3,274 hours. That's 830 minutes a day for 236 and a half days. A lot of time. There's what, 265 in a year? No, 365 365. in a year, sorry. So, man, I missed it by 100. (laughs) Ha! That's pretty bad. Um, But so, dude, you're taking almost the entire year to watch everything. Just by the way, just what was uploaded last year on it.
1: So, yeah. So if it uploaded in 2017, didn't make this list. So you still have the office to, to factor in. Okay, this is why I keep harping on this so
0: much is because these new models of everything will throw all the content in the middle. Everybody pays $0 or like $5, and you have access to it all is crazy. There was a guy. Who was it? Who's the guy? God, I'm brain farting. The show, Peter Frampton. Okay. The show me the way guy, right? Now, I don't have the tweet right in front of me, but it was something. It was like 50 million streams. Oh, of, yeah,
1: on YouTube. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Like 50 million streams of show me the way or something paid him like two grand. It was crazy. I mean, it was something crazy. It was something crazy. And it's, but you know why the record labels are willing to make that agreement? You know why? Because the only other answer is, was Napster and you stealing the music digitally? The fact that they've found a way to even make you pay for it at all is is, is astronomical. It's, It's legitimately crazy. But I just want you to understand something. Every person whose job is related to creating content, hates the streaming. Hate it. The artists hate it because they're not making as much money. The people on the Netflix shows being paid less money. Directors, gaffes, dir- everybody's being paid less. The throw it all in the middle plan is ruining everything. It's also why you don't enjoy things as much as you used to because it's all at your fingertips. And yet this is the model you want to use for healthcare. Okay. I guess... Maybe that makes sense. Let's send you out to Vegas for the 2018 iHeartRadio Music Festival. That's right now.
2: Rock 106.9 has your shot at a trip to our iHeartRadio Music Festival. Now. Tech- Yo, guys,
1: fans, i from the Sansbury Show here. Honor Fighting Championship bringing MMA action back to the flats. That's right. It is Honor Fighting Championship 6. It is fight night at Nautica and all goes down August 18th up in Cleveland. Now, listen, tickets are already moving fast. I don't want you to get shut out, so go get yours at HonorFightingChampionship.com. The lineup is already stacked, and it includes friend of the Sansbury Show, uh, the vanilla gorilla Nick Brashear year, he'll be making his MMA pro debut at Fight Night. You don't want to get shut out on this, dude. Tickets still available, uh, including VIP packages. Get yours at HonorFightingChampionship.com.
0: Rock
2: 106.9
0: Welcome back to the Sands Ray Show. We're on Rock 106.9. We're online for you at WRQK.com and our good friend Teresa will hook you up with another opportunity for Vegas. Man. That will be at 11 o'clock this morning. Before the break, we were talking about how scientists have proven it will take you eight months over to watch everything on Netflix that was uploaded just last year. Not everything on Netflix. Everything that was uploaded last year. It would take you over eight months. It would take 58% of your time over that eight months. You would only have 29% to sleep. Just 2% Im- for the toilet. Imagine
1: when you were... I don't know, 1995, and you were going to Blockbuster and you had to pick one movie and you knew that was like, all right, maybe if mom was cool, she would let you get like two or three for the whole weekend. Well,
0: maybe on Wednesday when they were two for five. Right, 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 right. And then you got the hookup and it was like, all right, dude, life is okay. New releases were four bucks. And you got Netflix two. is 12 for the month. And
1: like, now you have all these movies and all these TV shows and all these things. And nah, still, not worth it. Nothing, nothing to watch, dude. It. Nothing.
0: I hate it. Giving everybody everything they want the moment they want it is a horrible system. It, like This is what I've never understood about the entertainment industry. Do you go home and just open the cookie jar and be like, eat as many of those as you want all month long? Ooh. No, of course not. Good Because cookie, that would so. be a bad business model as a parent. I don't know why entertainment companies, well, yes I do. It's because the internet allows people to steal. And so they found a middle ground. Well, instead of steal, how about, you no, know, no? just loan us a little bit of money and then you don't have to buy any album. Then we'll give you every album, not just the ones you want. We'll give them all to you. And then they found a way to stop you from being a thief. That's so it's 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 just a compromise. It's just that they had to compromise with the American public not to steal.
1: Download the free iHeartRadio app today. Indeed.
0: Do it. Indeed. Speaking of the streaming. Yeah. You end up binge-watching on this stuff. Now, I have taken the Fantone approach. On newer shows I'm watching, I've decided two a day at most, not nothing more than that. Now, you do one a day.
1: Yeah, I do one a day, and, and, and initially I was trying to do like alright, we're watching this show, Wednesdays at 7 is when we're watching this show. Like, setting an appointment. That got a little bit, like, it was a little bit too much, well, a little bit too much discipline involved there, because I kind of wanted to, what I wanted to do was recreate the thrill of, like, Oh my god, it's hanger. Wednesday, oh my god. Right, and that thrill of, the like, The Fall Guys On. Exactly, like, where it's like, you didn't, you knew you had to wait a week, a whole week before you got to see that next episode. Thought about
0: it, talked about it with your friends, and so your whole life. Couldn't
1: do anything else that next Thursday at school, you're like, oh my god, did you see that dude it was amazing and I can't wait till next week and they were on a break when, 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 when we just you know go from consuming it to consuming it to consuming it and just rah, 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 just shoving it down our throats it's not special it's not special
0: it's not special so what I've done is no more than two in a row Okay. So, like, if I wake up Saturday and I watch, like, um what have I been watching? Um Like, I watched 11-whatever-63, which was about stopping the assassination of Kennedy. Okay. eleven fourteen sixty three is what I think the name of that show was. I watched that. So, what I would do is, like, if I woke up on Saturday, I'd watch two maybe in the morning. And then, well, if I got bored around 9 o'clock that night, maybe one more. Okay. So, like, but I would not get no more than one in a row, more than two in a row. But... Now, on older things, like older sitcoms, I don't care so much. Now, with that, I'm just trying to find something to watch at night to kind of have like noise on while I'm going right. to bed. And so I've stumbled across a sitcom that was massively popular in the 90s. Huge hit. As a matter of fact, the star of which, his sh- n- show is coming back to Fox. I'm, of course, talking about Tim Allen, and I'm talking about Home Improvement. Now... Home Improvement on Netflix? I'm sorry. I may, I may be getting that on Hulu. Okay. Maybe okay. I'm getting that on Hulu. I was going to say. I'm I apologize. Out. Yeah, I may, I may be. Yeah, sorry. I may be getting home improvement on Hulu. Right? Yes, I am, as a matter of fact, because I know I get, I get ads during it. So I'm getting that on Hulu. Right? But I'm binge watching it. That show getting as popular as it did when you think about the fact that it's got the worst opening theme maybe ever in the history of it. <laughs> history. <laughs> I like, kind of like the theme, but all right. The theme's awful. The song's bad. The <laughs> graphics are bad. The <laughs> and the end of it is just atrocious. The fact that it got that popular overcoming all that. Like I always said about David Letterman. You know how good David Letterman is? He over, He's so talented, he overshadows how annoying Paul Schaefer is. Okay. That's how talented David Letterman is, right? That's how talented Tim Allen is. But dude, the one unsung thing on Home Improvement, I gotta tell you, dude, Mrs. Tooltime could get it hot, dude. Yeah, Mrs. Tooltime could
1: get it. Oh yeah, I can remember, and I can because she wasn't presented as like MILF. Of, she like, was a
0: hot mom of the neighborhood. She, no, yeah,
1: she wasn't presented as like sexy, but like I can totally remember. Um, God, what's what's the actress's name? Patricia um, Patr- Richardson. Yeah, Richardson. Yeah, and I can totally remember being like, damn, Tim Allen, dude, just smashing now, it. Now here.
0: Early on in the seasons, because I'm on like season six already. Early on in the seasons, little too sh- hair's too short, a little, little too weird. How are we going to frame Jill? How are we going to present her in the show? But you get into like season four, they start growing her hair out. Oh, dude, she could get it all day. Any of those 90s shows. Well, for about five minutes.
1: Any of those 90s shows, you see it where even like Friends, who was, I mean, it was three just smoking hot chicks. In the 92, 93, 94 episodes, it was like, and then as it got into later seasons and they kind of found themselves, Elaine's the same way, dude, where if you watch old, old Seinfeld, it's like, God, dude, what are you wearing? What does your hair look like? And then later in there, it's like, man, you're smoking.
0: You know who totally gets, and they've actually made jokes about this on The Simpsons, which is funny because her husband is on that show, but Helen Hunt, they've kind of made that point with Helen Hunt, where it's like, dude, I'm mad about you, you were hot for about three years, and then all of a sudden it got out of nowhere. All right, so I, I have, uh, I, I've been promoing this all day. Okay. And, um, and somebody hurt my feelings yesterday. Jeez Louise, Andrew, what a snowflake. And uh, I'm not offended... Snowflake. And I'm not upset with her. People are, they're, they're, you have your, you're right to your opinion, but it doesn't mean that it's not going to hurt me. Okay. And it's not going to mean that just because, you know, I know I come off gruff and uh, mean and careless, but I'm not that guy. Mm-hmm. I'm really not. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, you are who you are, and I'm a son of a minister. So, like, I'm, dude, I'm,
1: uh, dude, I'm better than you think. It's all just fluffy nougat in there, dude. And the deep all down inside, that's all he is.
0: Dude, just, dude, I'm actually five pounds. The rest of it's caramel, <laughs> like, wrapped around me. That's it. I'm just caramel. But I, uh, I I had reached a goal. I was trying to get down to 220. I weighed myself at the gym yesterday. We weighed in at 222. I feel like that's pretty much close enough, right?
1: Do you feel like that? Do you feel like you're, you're shorting yourself two pounds? Isn't no. isn't it when the first time you see it really going to be the celebration?
0: Nah, dude, because you fluctuate a pound here, pound there. If you haven't gone to the bathroom, you go to the bath. You know what I mean? Like pound here or there, you can't mount. If I was 10 pounds away, then I haven't found it. But to be a pound, two pounds away, I'm all right. So I feel like I've pretty much hit it. I started at 263. I'm 222. Dude, I lost 40 pounds. If that's not good enough, then people can go to hell, right? But I was pretty happy about it. So I posted it. But of course, the internet is the place of, oh, you're happy? I'm going to suck the joy out of that moment for you.
1: I was going to say suck on something? No, no no, wow. no, no. Okay, all right. No. All right, that happens on the internet too okay? Well, so you
0: like... lose 40 pounds, believe me, dude. The DMs <laughs> stay lit. Women come after okay. you to tell you they will do that. Trust okay. me, that happens too. Lose weight, guys. It'll work. But this woman, and I don't even know if I want to give you her name, because she was so mean. I think it's mean. <laughs> she was so mean. I was all happy. I was like, yeah, I lost all this weight.
1: I already love this woman.
0: <laughs> but I don't know if it's Carrie, because she spells her name weird. But I, I said the whole thing. I started out at 263. I now weigh 222. I was feeling good. I, your boy was victory lapping yesterday. Right. Carrie writes in and says... I hate to break it to you, but the studies show you'll be 275 in three years. (laughs) (laughs) I hate you, Carrie. I do. I hate you. I bet we'd be friends that much sarcasm I would probably respect if you pointed it towards Fantone, but you came after me, Carrie, and I can't have it. Studies show you'll be 275 in three years. You know what I told her? I'm going to shoot your dog.
1: (laughs) I told her. And I felt
0: comfortable writing that because anybody who knows me and listens knows I would never hurt a dog, ever. I would never hurt a dog. I would shoot her before I shot that dog. Now, I should have just said kidnap because that's, you know what I mean, less mean. But, yeah, I felt like that's the only way to hurt somebody on that level is to, like, go after the pet. That was mean as hell, dude. Don't give me the data that tells me I'm going to be heavier than I was when I started three years from now.
1: Just keeping it real with you. I mean, right? I mean, it's, it's like sobriety where it's like, well, dude, every addict here is, you know, 99% of the time you're just going to relapse. So, you know. Eight out of ten fail Well. I mean, yeah. so now she's just throwing numbers at you. I don't want you to be triggered by facts. Isn't that what Ben Shapiro's always saying? Your, fa- or your feelings don't matter. Uh, yeah, facts, facts matter.
0: Facts don't care about your feelings. So, so,
1: is it something?
0: Well, wait a minute. But that's a fact of a generalization of people. That's not necessarily a fact about me. We don't know that to be a fact about me.
1: Three years from now, we'll find out, I guess.
0: Yeah, you'll have to tune into the other iHeart radio station I work at then. I don't know which one that'll be. I don't I don't know which one that'll be. I, I, yeah, I doubt it. Probably will not be this company, right? Five Finger Death Punch, also Breaking Benjamin. They're all in the same bill. September 9th out at Blossom. We'll get you hooked up. That's next. I'm on Rock 106.9. Dan Stansberry
2: and his boy Wonder Matt
0: Fantone. At last, two heroes. The Stansberry Show, 106.9. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show. We're on Rock 106.9, online for you at wrqk.com. The studio just got bursted into by somebody else who works here in the building, um, who I'm going to describe as, um, he's a little weary of the president.
2: Yeah, to he's say the least. A,
0: he's a, not, not necessarily a fan of the president, right? Okay. Um, much more in the anti-camp than, than uh, uh, me, myself. Um... No, I didn't vote for the guy, but uh he, he's uh he, he's very he is very anti the president, but he burst through the door and said, dude, MSNBC has a ticker in the corner of the TV that says Omarosa dropping tapes 1 p.m. today.
1: He says, dude, dropping
0: tapes? She's dropping more audio, dropping one p.m. Dropping tapes? Yeah, dude. The, the, you thought Yeezy was gonna have the best album of the year. Nah, it's Omarosa.
1: Yeah, Drake, Trippy Redd, none of those
0: guys matter anymore, dude. Takashi 6'9. No. What? what are we talking about? No. Omarosa, Jesus 1 p.m. Dude. So let me ask you the question. Now, we disagreed on this yesterday. Yeah. You thought for sure there was a tape of the president using the N-word. I was like, eh, if there was, we probably would have seen it by now. He's the world's most hunted man. If That's like the biggest smoking gun you can get on anyone. So if that was there, I think somebody would have found it. Now, you can, you came out with a great theory this morning, which is, dude, aren't you going to hold it until the midterm? Like, Aren't you going to hold it until then? And yeah. then kind of put it out. Smart thinking. I, I can't argue that. But my point is now is that if she keeps leaking new audio every day, that the only reason you do that is because you do have the thing you say you have, right? You're ready with
1: the big punch. You're
0: ready with now, it. Now, is she dumb and annoying enough to not have it and still do this and try to, and, and egomaniac enough to try to hold America on, like, the word of Omarosa every day and not have it? Yes, I do believe that's Omarosa. But I don't believe most people would do that. I uh, I wonder... Here we go. You know, We're wondering with,
1: with, with everything going on here, are we looking at the first female president, Omarosa? No,
0: no, no. I don't know, dude. Here's the thing. I don't no, know. no, 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 no. A lot working against you. A lot working against you. Um, I get when I say she's too polarizing, you're going to be like, dude, Trump. Yeah, okay. <laughs>
1: just happened. Like, I get that.
0: But it but it happened, and now America's got to see on the other side of that. And so I think maybe even people who were like, "Dude, do I want another eight years of this? Four years of this? I don't know." Okay, there is also let's be honest, we know it's out there. She's not only is she polarizing, but she's really annoying. She's also a woman, and she's also a minority. That is a lot of stuff to jump over to to find. You being president. Both
1: sides hate her. I mean, at this point, but if she is the driving force in bringing President Trump down, I don't know, man. I think there's going to be a big push of like, dude,
0: Omarosa, that's our chick. Well, here's the thing. And I think you exposed a a deeper conversation than versus, is she the president? I don't think so. I don't think people go. (laughs) But I will say this for all the people hunting him, for all the journalists on the hunt, For the president, if that loudmouth idiot is the one that does it, I got to tell you, Jim Acosta, you're an idiot then. Then you're a moron. Then you're terrible at your gig. You spend 23 and a half hours a day hunting this moron, and you can't find a single thing on him. Omarosa's got the tape, had it forever. Like, if she's the thing that does it while the media's on the hunt for him, honestly, I think they look worse than they look right now. And I think they come off worse in the end. You spent a year hunting the student, couldn't find it. Like, dude, at that point, I don't know if they're fake, but they're definitely unqualified. You're definitely unqualified at that point. I don't know if you're fake, but you're unqualified. Teresa will get you hooked up. That will be for the trip out to Vegas 2018 iHeartRadio Music Festival. Let me ask you, Phantom, because I have a terrible memory. Did I pass out these Breaking Benjamin Did
1: tickets? Did not give out right. the Breaking Benjamin Well, then what Benjamin we'll
0: do tickets. right now is we'll pass out the Breaking Benjamin tickets. Here we tickets. go. Let's do that. September 9th, they're playing Blos- uh, Blossom. The Five Finger Death Punch, also part of that show. We'll put Caller 25 in the venue. 1-800-243-7625 on those Breaking Benjamin Five Finger Death Punch tickets. Teresa will send you to Vegas at 11. Podcast will be up shortly after 10 at WRQK.com. You have a fantastic afternoon, and we'll talk to you Again tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. See you.
2: The Stansberry Show, Canton's Rock Station, Rock.